I am a good dang genius. Uh, Are you? I'm getting a haircut in a little bit. You see what's happening here? I, you're, I literally can't see you at all. Oh, really? I'm frozen? It just says poor connection. Well, I can see you. You look beautiful. What are you doing? Oh, I just rode three horses. I'm disgusting. Oh, is that a code word for a dude? I wish. <laughs> but no. <laughs> okay, I can't talk about it on the podcast because I just am scared. Okay. But So don't record this. But, well, I fell in love in South Africa. No. Yeah. It's Wh bad. Why can't I record this? Because I'm scared somebody will hear it and tell him. You think that we have a big, like, <laughs> South African contingency? I don't know. I had a lot of fans hit me up when I was there that are from South Africa. So I don't know. Really? Yeah. But you, you just need to know that, that, that I'm not cutting this at all. You have to. Why? Because. What if I bleep out his name? You have to do that. Okay. I'll bleep out his name. And you have to bleep out... To... That's fine. I'm, I'll make it pretty obscure. You have to make it like literally it can only be like I met a guy. Like Okay. Well, I'm excited that you have found your soulmate. Just so angry. Like why like everybody else gets to find their person here in the good old US of A where they can be with them all the time. And it's like God was like, you know what? I'm going to put him all the way over here where you can't be with him. Like it's so evil. Yeah. Well, maybe that's the devil at work then. Maybe. I'm sorry. I'm sad. He's amazing. Dude, I just had way too much Mexican food, and I feel very uncomfortable. You know what? Denver really lacks on the Mexican food thing. Like, I'm... I have yet to find a really great Mexican place here. Are there a lot of Hispanics in Denver? Mm, I don't think so. Seems like there's just a bunch of crunchy white dudes there. They are, yeah. That's you exactly know? what it is. Totally. You need to have a good contingency of Hispanics for the good... Mexican uh, food. Let me tell here's the thing about Mexican food. The shittier the place looks on the outside, the, the better. The better it feels on the inside. For sure. You know? Oh yeah. And you know what I don't like? I don't like Mexican places that like every dish comes with beans and rice because I don't want that shit. You know? Me neither. Me either. I want I want a bomb ass tacos or bomb ass yep. burrito. I want queso. Queso. I want guac. I want bottomless salsa. And I don't want my salsa to be like <laughs> tomato soup. No. You know? No, 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 no. I need no, chunky no. shit in there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Get it together. Where's your favorite place for Mexican food in LA? That's the thing. I don't know, man. Okay. Have you been to Casa Vega yet? Yes, it's right down the street. I love you know, I love I love Casa Vega. Casa Vega is funny because it, it looks like an Italian restaurant. Yeah. When you get inside, like I'm waiting for like Tony Soprano to come and whack me off. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that doesn't happen. You, you like that jerk off joke I threw in yeah, there? Yeah, right. I did. Damn it! I need a bell. I have this really bad cough right now. It's really bad. Well, I'm really happy that we're not doing the show together then. Wow, thanks. Well, listen, I don't want to get sick. You know, I'm not. I refuse to get sick. It's just a little cough, and it's gonna go away. All right. You want to start the show? Sure. Me or you? You. <laughs> Hoes and bros, you're listening to your favorite thing podcast with Wells and Brandy. Ding, 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 ding. Shit, I don't have a bell. Ugh, I tried to give you a bell in Chicago, and you wouldn't take I know. it. I, well, I didn't have anywhere to put it. Yeah. It, was a little, it was a stressful situation. Yeah. It's all good. Chicago was fun, though. I had a good time. I wish I had spent more time there, but, um, you know. Gotta, I know. Got to get going. We had fun. Place, places to go, people to see. Yeah. Yeah, it was good times. But I'm, I'm happy to be back. Oh, my God, dude. Went on vacation. 
Yeah, it sounds like the trip from hell, though. Dude, it was the most expensive fucking calamity I've ever been a part of Ex- in my entire explain, life. Explain to me the plane situation. Like, what exactly happened? All right, so we flew on the busiest day of the year, which is the Sunday after Thanksgiving. But we were, on, we were on the red eye, so we didn't think it was going to be that big of a deal, right? Mm-hmm. So we were going to Virgin Gorda, which is Spanish for fat virgin, which... I don't know. It's kind of wow. like, like Colton, but he's like a chiseled version. <laughs> Only he's he's ripped, yeah. like so ripped. Like I, I have a feeling that like there was a time in like middle school where he was a fat virgin, though. You know, probably. And also, um, I would just bet a lot of money that they honestly go to the Virgin Islands just so they can make that joke. Oh yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. So he was in the Virgin Gorda, which I'd been there before a couple years back, and it's really cool, right? So we had a flight to Philadelphia. We're on the red eye. To Philly, oh, right? Yeah. We get to LAX and our flight is delayed. Mm. It was delayed because the American didn't like run the mechanical check beforehand. It wasn't like the plane was late coming in because of weather or anything like that. It was straight up like mechanical issue. So, Got it. So they're like, hey, listen, uh, you're delayed. So we were delayed an hour and a half, which means we missed our connecting flight to Puerto Rico <laughs> to San Juan, right? Yeah. So we're, I'm on the phone with American Airlines, and they're like, well, there's literally no flights for you guys to get on in Philadelphia to San Juan for three days. So you're going to have to stay oh in a hotel God. for three days. We're like, we have nothing but bathing suits yeah. and shorts. Like, we can't stay in Philadelphia. It's negative 17 degrees. Yeah. Also, that's like your entire trip. Exactly. Well, I was like, it's a five-day trip. It's three days of it. And it's going to take us a day to get down there. So they're like, well, we don't know what we can do for you. And I was so annoyed because every time I talked to somebody, they'd be like, let me transfer you to somebody. And every time uh-huh. I got transferred, they'd it would hang up on me, you know? Uh-huh. So I was just getting so frustrated. So finally, I get a hold of some guy and I'm like, I'm like, hey, listen, man, just get me close mm-hmm. to Virgin Gorda. I don't care. So we're on a flight. And by the way... So the first flight we get on, so we paid for like first class, you know, it was our birthday celebration, you know, like I put right. together, right? Mm-hmm. Pay for first class anyway. So we get on this second flight. We had to go to, uh, we went down to Miami. We don't, no longer are not in first class, right? And we're like, this is oh, yeah. bullshit, man. Like we paid for first class. You guys screwed everything up. We're going to the wrong place. We go down to Miami. Then we get down to, once we get down to Miami, they fly us to St. Croix which is not the right island, by the way. Did they think they were sending you to the right island? Because I was like, just get me close, man. Just get me fucking close. So we get to St. Croix at 10 o'clock at night. I mean, it's a nice island, I guess, but at 10 o'clock at night, it's kind of scary. Yeah, yeah. We book a hotel through like the company that we're using where we're staying in Virgin Gorda in St. Croix. We get there at 10, 30, 11 o'clock. There's a sign on the hotel that says, Close for the night. See you in the morning at 9 a.m. Oh, my God. Quiet time is between 9 p.m. and 9 a.m. Please be quiet. Be courteous to the guests. We're like, fuck that. We are banging on the door just like, ah, open up Oh, my God. Door. That's insane. The taxi, so what'd you do? the taxi cab driver leaves us there. So it's just Sarah and I, like on the mean streets of St. Croix, there's like <laughs> stray dogs and like just like random homeless <laughs> people walking by. We're like, I was like, this is weird. In a stranger danger. This is not good. <laughs> <laughs> so finally the taxi driver comes back because he's like man i feel bad like i can't leave you here you're like yeah you can't 
So we find another hotel. The lady has to come and open it up. It's like 300 bucks for the night. We literally just want to sleep there, right? Right. We get there and she's like, we're completely booked. And we're like, okay, great. I'm glad we're here. And she's like, oh, no, no, no. I have, I have an open room. So we're like, great. So the security guard is taking us over to this open room. He opens the door and he's like, then he closes it immediately. He's like, ooh, someone's in there. We're like, oh, okay. So we walk back to kind of like the lobby area, which is like not really a lobby area. And then she's like, oh, no, sorry, 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 wrong room. You got to take, take him to like Seashell. And we're like, oh, okay. So we start walking over to Seashell, right? The security guard opens the door and this is what we hear. Oh my God, get up, get up, get up. Oh my God, get away, get away, get away, get away. No and, then, and then a woman be like, oh my God, what's happening? And we're like, Did they let you in someone else's room? This poor old couple, I'm pretty sure, had a fucking heart attack when we get there. Oh my god! It was so we felt we're like, oh my god, we just killed two people. Like, like our bad luck (laughs) is just now like bleeding on over to everybody else. So finally, they get us into the right room. We pass out. Uh. Now, if you remember, I was supposed to fly into to San Juan, Puerto Rico. At which point I I charged another airline, an island Uh. airline company, to fly us to Virgin Gorda. Now, we didn't go to San Juan, right? So we had to figure out a way to get from St. Croix to Virgin Gorda. So I had to charter a private plane to get us to Virgin Gorda. How do you know how to do all this? Like the person that was like setting it up for us, she was like, I know a guy. Don't worry. I'll help you out. She was great. Her name's name's Morgana. Shout out to Morgana. Okay. So we finally get there a day late, like $4,000 in the hole, like whatever. Yeah. We get there a day late and we're like, oh my God. So the first night we're there, we're in this beautiful place. Shout out to Batu. This place was amazing. There's this amazing place in Virgin Gorda called the Baths, Geological Wonder, and we're like overlooking it. I had paid for like a private chef to come in and do this like kind of birthday dinner for Sarah. No one's there, so we start playing Monopoly. Let me tell you something. If you want to figure out if you have a strong relationship, play some (laughs) fucking Monopoly, okay? (laughs) We almost killed each other after all of the the, the debauchery that went that in. you've been through. Yeah, yeah. after it, everything you've been through, it's that that did it. <laughs> Park Place and Boardwalk and freaking the B and O Railroad will fucking murder a relationship. So we get into a oh straight up fight, right? So finally, I'm like, we need to stop. Like this is real bad. So we stop. We have this dinner. The next morning, it's like, okay, we can finally, we can finally have fun. I, I got like a couple's massage. Oh, we start day drinking. We have this amazing day. We we go down to the baths, which I'm saying are this, this beautiful place. If you saw my stories, we we're like singing like Little Mermaid on the beach and like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, we were both wasted. And Sarah wanted <laughs> to climb up on this rock to do like the Little Mermaid, flip the hair, waves crashing behind her thing. Right, right. Gotta get it. Gotta get it for the gram. <laughs> Gotta. She's climbing up on the rock. She slips and she's like, oh, no. And I'm like, what happened? Dude, I just cut my foot real bad. I saw that. Wait, what? You did what? She said, I cut my foot real bad. But we're drunk, so we're like, ah, whatever. It's fine. It's fine, yeah. So uh, we, like, still have a good time. We're having a whatever. We walk back to our place and all of a sudden, like, it's hurting her more and more and more and more. And also, you have to remember that Sarah is a transplant recipient, which means which means she's on medication that makes her immune system really low so her body doesn't reject the the kidney. I call my dad as a doctor. I'm like, what do you think, man? He's like, this is not good. You are in a place that's got no hospital. If she gets I mean, a, yeah. if she gets an infection there, you're screwed. Like this is you get clean, make sure this is clean, you know. Yeah. The next morning, there is no hospital there, so we call for the 
one doctor on the island to come there. He comes and like lathers on some that what's that brown ointment? It's like uh, like betadine. Yeah, I don't even know. He like slathers on some betadine. He's like, "You'll be fine." All right, beer. Like he's like not worried about it at all. And we're like, "No, seriously, you need to clean this thing really well." And he's like, "You'll be fine. Three hundred dollars. Give me money." No, (laughs) stop it right now. You did not. Yeah, yeah. So then he leaves, and so then her foot is damaged. So she, so like we had like I chartered a yacht for like her birthday. And yeah. we, we really couldn't do that because she couldn't get in the water because she didn't want to get oh infected. Oh, my gosh. What a nightmare. So finally comes time to leave. And if you remember, we missed our flight from San Juan to Virgin Gorda. And I don't know if you know this, but if you miss an outbound flight, you're not allowed to get on the inbound flight. What do you mean? We were a no-show. So they are like, you just got to buy new plane tickets. So oh, we my like, God. Oh, my God. So then I had to charter yet another flight back to San Juan. We get to San Juan. We get home, yeah. Get to San Juan, and because Americans screwed us up over and over, and every flight we were on was different, we were never sitting together. Literally every flight we were never sitting together, so we had to ask everybody, you know, like, hey. That's awful, yeah. (laughs) And finally at the end, there was a guy who was like, nope. Don't want to change sheets, and we we're like, no Dude, way! Come uh, on, man. People are so dumb. Like, why not? Just change seats. And it, we're, we were deal. in first class, you know. It's like, yeah, so there's no bad seats. They're all the same fucking seat, dude. <laughs> so, anyways, you know. So, but we kept making the joke, like, if we can survive this, no, oh, yeah, we can do anything. You know, you're golden. Yeah. So, anyways, that was my uh, my crazy oh, experience. Oh man, oh. that I'm sorry. It does sound like a complete nightmare. Yeah. Give me a, give me a, give me a quick rundown of, of Africa because I'm sure we we could probably uh, do like three episodes on Africa. I could. I really could. Honestly, like I didn't expect to love it as much as I did. I don't know why. Yeah. Um, and, and I didn't really know what to expect. All I had really heard is that Cape Town's dangerous. Nah, not really. I mean, I mean, it, I could see how it could be. You just got to be smart. Um, Stellenbosch. On, I went to Stellenbosch. We did one day in Stellenbosch. You like so it? I loved it. So the cool thing was, I flew in really to see Miley. Right, she was there working, and so like long story short, she was originally supposed to be there like through Thanksgiving and then her birthday, and I was supposed to fly home with her. And then I get there, and she's like, "Hey, they're cutting me early. I'm going home on Monday." So I only had three days with her, which in the beginning seemed like a bummer. But I did have a friend go with me. And then also Leslie was in Denver not too long ago. And we, we figured out that we were both going to be in Cape Town at the same time. So cool. Leslie and her, her, yeah. So Leslie and her boyfriend got there the same day Miley left. So it was kind of perfect because I spent the first three days with Miley. And we did, we did get to like hike Lion's Head and, and, and wander around the town a little bit. And then when Miley left, we really got touristy. And me and Val and Leslie and Alex kind of went around and did all the things, right? We did like Cape of Good Points, saw the penguins. Cape of Good Cable Hope. Mountain. It's actually Cape Point is what it, what it's called, and Cape of Good Hope is at the end of it. Yeah, it's where the Indian Ocean and the uh, Atlantic Ocean yep. cross. And you can actually yeah. see like this dope, I don't know if you could, but you can see the line where the two uh, oceans collide, right? Yeah, you can kind of see where the currents like... Yeah. Like are diff are like the currents are so different, but you can see where they meet. It's really cool, and it's cool because the Indian Ocean is so much warmer than the Atlantic. So mm-hmm. if you go to one side, it's freezing, and then you go to the other side, and it's really warm. So yeah. that was super cool. Oh, I got attacked by a baboon. That was cool. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that checks out. Yeah, I, we Leslie and I were terrified of the baboons, and of course, we were the ones they came after. And one like took my water bottle out of my hand. It was absolutely terrifying. Mm-hmm. 
But anyway, so we did touristy things in Cape Town. It was awesome. I really loved it. It felt very tropical. And I honestly felt a lot like California. Like there were several times where like when we were at Camps Bay on the beach, we were like, I kind of feel like we're a big sur. You know what I mean? But I really loved that about it. And then so then we took a little plane flight. We took an hour flight and then an hour drive to Addo Elephant Park. And we did the safari for two days. And honestly, like, I just, there are no words. Like, it was just the most magical experience of my entire life. I mean, I, you know how much I love animals. So to, like, be out, like, in, like, just in, like, in nature, like, out all day, just watching animals and feeling like you were part of the wildlife was just amazing. Like, I, I can't even explain it. I just loved it. Yeah, I, I've been to South Africa and I've been to Cape Town. And it's funny that you said that it reminds you of Big Sur. I don't know if you've ever flown into my hometown, which is Monterey. But it's, I haven't flown in now, but I've been. But anyways, Monterey is like a couple. It's like twenty miles north of Big Sur, and it's very much like mountains meet the sea. It's kind of like a dramatic coastline. And I remember flying into Cape Town, being like, "This looks like we're flying into Monterey right now. Yeah, like, this is so weird." And that's why it was one of the things that kind of bummed me out about going to Cape Town because Monterey and Carmel and Pebble Beach and Big Sur, it's like the most expensive real estate in the country is is mm-hmm. there. And I was like, this is the same place. Like, I don't know. Right. I don't understand it. This is the exact. It's beautiful. It's warm. Like wine grows like wildly there up in Stella yep. Bosch. You know, I was like, mm-hmm. it makes no sense that like this place is impoverished. And it's a weird, I know. it's a weird thing in Cape Town where there's like, it's the haves and the have nots. And they are, yep. it's, it is separated by a fucking line. Like you can see like, oh, we're, yep. in, we're in Shantytown now. Let's go back over this way. Yeah. And it was pretty crazy for us. So. We stayed on the waterfront with Miley because that's where her hotel was. But then once she left, we moved into the gardens. And it was like we were somewhere completely different. Mm -hmm. And I loved the gardens. But it was we were in this really posh neighborhood. And all of the houses, like not only do they have gates, they have electric fencing, Mm -hmm. you know, as security, like every single one of the houses. So that was like a big like reality check as far as crime. But yeah, it was definitely like and I also went into it kind of expecting to see you know, a lot, a lot of like racism and stuff. You hear about how that's still a thing over there. And it definitely like, especially in the first half of the trip, I definitely felt like in the hotels and such, obviously like the service staff were all black people and all of the clientele were white. And, yeah. and that, that felt weird. And I, but it was like this, weird, like everybody treats everybody well and everyone's, you know, like they interact and it's not, they're not like everyone's separated, but it, it just, it did feel a little weird that like black people were waiting on white people at this hotel. And it just, I'm just not used to seeing that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, in terms of history, apartheid was in our lifetime, you know, 95 was was around then when when Nelson Mandela was trying to, you know, we're trying to stop apartheid. It was weird, too, because like we would leave that hotel we were at and go to set with Miley where it's like, you know, it's almost like you're not even in Africa because the whole crew is like there's black people and white people and everybody. It's like it's like it doesn't even exist on set. You know what I mean? Because it's it's a film set. I mean, it's just so much, there's so much further ahead, I feel, and all that. So it definitely was like really trippy, but this was the thing. Oh my God, how could I forgot to tell you this? Because I know you love Ozark so much. So uh, my friend Val went with me and we were on set with Miley, like the, I think it was the second day. I think it might've been the last day of filming. And we walk in to the set and, you know, there's other actors standing there and immediately I recognize the guy from Ozark. And I obviously like played it super cool and didn't say anything. Um, obviously but it was the older guy that the older brother so you know you know ruthie or whatever the blonde chick mm-hmm. her uncle that was gay uh, in the show oh, that yeah, dies yeah. With that the gets beard. electrocuted with the beard that guy 
his name is Mark in real life. So I saw him and then, you know, like the whole day kind of goes by and I talked to him quite a bit. He was really, really nice. He had just come from Kentucky where he was filming something. And so I don't know where I'm from. So we started talking about that. Super nice guy, very down to earth, loved him. And then later that night, as Miley was like finishing up, we were in her trailer and I was like, not to be a freak, pretty fangirling over Mark right now. And she was like, what are you talking about? And I was like, the guy from Ozark is on your set. And she was like, oh my God, she was, that's who that is. And then she started fangirling. She yeah. was like, oh my gosh, how did I not know this? And he didn't have scenes with her, so she didn't get to work with him at all. But she all of a sudden like flipped the switch and turned into the biggest fangirl. And we tracked him down. And she was like, oh my God, I'm so excited that you're part of this this uh, episode. Like This makes me so happy. Like I love you. I love your work. And was totally fangirling over Mark. But then Miley left the next that night actually on a red eye back to L.A. And Mark and I exchanged phone numbers. And he actually came to Stellenbosch with us and spent the whole day out at the winery with us. And went horseback riding with us. And we just had the best time. And, like, he is such a cool guy. Stop it. You hung out yeah. with him? Oh, yeah. And, like, he was, like, stay in touch. I live in New York. Let's hang out stateside. Like, he loves us. Like, we are best friends. Like, and I love him. Let me ask you something. Do you think your sister's a better actress or singer? I think she's a better singer because I think she's more passionate about that. And I think that comes through with her music. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I think she likes acting. And I think she's great at it. But like, it's just with music, you just like that passion just seeps through when she's doing it. And I, and to me, like that's, that's her thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. You want to do some, so are you, are you done talking about Africa? Do you want to keep talking about it? Like, what do you want to do? Um, no, that's pretty much it. I'm good. I just want to tell you about my new best friend, Mark. Yeah. I'm, I'm annoyed at you that you did not go to, um, Seal Island and go great white shark cage diving like I did there though. I would never do that. I'd be terrified. I was scared of the baboons for crying out loud. Well, the baboons attacked you. The the sharks only <laughs> tried to attack me. I was totally safe. Oh, that sounds so scary. Um, well, if I have it my way, I'm going back to Cape Town the minute I can. I have a lot of favorite things, by the way. Oh, good. Let's hear. I finished Harry Potter. Oh, my goodness. Are you sad it's over? I am sad it's over. One, because I liked this bit that we were doing on the show with it. Like I, I know. How are we going to replace it? I don't know if it can be replaced. I don't think it can. Our, our listener is going to be devastated. I know. But I got to say, like, I really like the back half of Harry Potter, like books like five, six and seven, like when they got a little bit older and it became like more of an adult novel than like a kid's book. And it's funny, like this whole time I've been like talking shit about Snape and I saw a lot of people would like, <laughs> would like tweet to me being like, wait until the end. If your perception of this will change, you know? Mm -hmm. And to that, I say, no, fuck you. Snape is a dick. All right. I get that he's a conflicted character, but like doesn't excuse him for being a total dick to a child, a child whose dad <laughs> and mother were fucking murdered by a guy you followed you goddamn oh, death eater all right so no i'm sorry i get that he's conflicted and he was in love with harry's mom oh boy i can see her in his eyes Yada, shut up you're an adult you're a teacher and you're being terrible this fucking kid who's been attacked non-stop his entire life all right suck it up snape i'm over wow. you that's number one number two thing that i've decided Voldemort is the biggest puss that I've ever come across. <laughs> I'm so surprised that all his Death Eaters were like, man, you keep on fucking losing battles left and right. Like, why are we still following this guy? 
He's such a pussy. He makes everybody go do his work for him. He's like the cool kid in class that when you have a group project, they don't do dick. And you're just like, fuck, man, come on, like do something. He's making everyone do his work, and he never wins a battle. He's constantly losing, and he's an idiot, all right? Oh, the, the thing, my least favorite thing of the whole goddamn book, all right? <laughs> for whatever reason... They cut out Umbridge from the last book. And Umbridge is this just terrible fucking teacher that tortures Harry like two books ago. And she's just the worst. And she's I hate her so much. And they kind of replace her with this character, Bellatrix Lestrange, who's supposed to be like the meanest woman in the world. I could give two flying fucks about her. Like, she's supposed to be mean. Whatever. If she dies, whatever. I don't care. If Voldemort dies. The person that I want to see get murdered, maimed, just destroyed is Fucking Professor Umbridge. I wanted to see her just tortured to death, like slowly, like peeled skin off. I hated her so much. And at the end of it, like she's like not even there. It was a huge thing. J.K. Rowling, rewrite that shit and murder that woman. <laughs> yeah, right. I did go see Crimes of Grimdelwald, by the way. The new, what is that? It's <laughs> okay. You silly, silly girl. Uh, I cannot with you. Okay, so <laughs> there was um. There was Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, which was like a precursor to the Harry Potter books that oh. that J.K. Rowling had written. Eddie Redmayne is in is in it. I don't know. If you oh know who that yeah, is, right? totally. So, so there's a new one called Crimes of Grindelwald, right? And uh, mm-hmm. Grimmel, Grimmelwald, Grimdelwald, whatever, is played by Johnny Depp in this. Okay. Is it Jude Law is young Dumbledore? I think it's Jude Law is young Dumbledore. Love Jude Law. Yeah, I mean, and everyone loves Dumbledore, right? So anyways, I went and go right? see that. I got some theories on that. And if you haven't seen the movie, maybe this is a point in the episode where you pause or you like oh. skip forward, okay? Is this, is this a spoiler alert right this, I got some spoilers. I don't know if it's spoilers, but this, these are things that I think that I that I pulled away from, okay? Okay. Number one, pretty sure. Should I get Sarah in here to do this? Because so yeah. Sarah, Sarah and I went and had... Mexican food and I was like what were my thoughts on Grimmelwald and she was like <laughs> she was like okay this is what this is one of your theories and I was like oh that's good and I was like writing in my notes and she's like and this is one of your theories and I was like oh that's good uh, bring her in all right let's see if I can get her in here Sarah oh my god you hear the dogs you guys are so domestic over there wait I hear you coming from somewhere I don't know where you're coming from put the mic the headphones on I didn't realize that you just <laughs> Hi, Brandy. Wait, hold on. Hi, Sarah. How are you? Can you hear yourself? I'm hear good. How are you? I'm good. Um, we don't have a second chair in this room, so I'm kind of like here. You strangely sit. You sit here. standing. No, 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 here. Hunching. Um, I, I heard about the vacation from hell. It was crazy. Yep. 28's been weird. (laughs) Um, But if you and Wells can make it through that, you can make it through anything. If we can make it through that, and this week, I think we're going to be good. Uh, It's it's so strange when I... When he yelled for me, I said, coming, and all the dogs freaked out thinking there was someone at the door. (laughs) And I realized they know the word coming, and that's like, someone's there, and I never never realized that. That's insane. Isn't that weird? Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. I say that every time the doorbell rings, though. Because I'm and like, come And when we're making love. Oh, wow, Jesus. Wow, 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 Poor Jesus. Is that, <laughs> that too much? What happened to your... your no, uh, if I had a bell, I'd ring it, you know? There it is. <laughs> there it is. Uh, 
by the way, welcome Sarah Highland into the Your Favorite Thing podcast. Thank you for having me. Welcome back. Thank you. Good to be back. Yeah, I bet. She's the, she's now the o- she's the only uh, repeat offender aside from uh, Tish. Uh, Tish. Tish. Oh God, the two women I love. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, I need a bell. <laughs> uh, anyway, so we were having Mexican food earlier today, and and I was like, what were my thoughts on Crimes of Grimdwald? So m- my first one was that I'm pretty sure that Dumbledore and Grimmauld. Is it Grimmauld or Grimdelwald? Grimmauld. Sounds like Grindelwald, maybe. Grindelwald. Now I'm confused. Brandy, you now don't you've, know. You've confused Grindelwald, me now. Grindelwald is a place, right? In like Switzerland or something? I think it might be. I don't know. Wait. Anyways, pretty sure that Dumbledore and Grimmauld are gay. It's Grindelwald. Grindelwald. Yes. All right, I'm pretty sure that they are They are in love. Lovers. Right? Do you agree it's or disagree? A, Grindelwald is a village in Switzerland. I am so smart. Yay, Brandy. <laughs> well, that's where. Okay, continue. That's where. That's where Dumbledore <laughs> lost his virginity to, to Grindelwald. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. Okay, so my other my other theory is that Credence, which mm-hmm. is played by Ezra, Ezra Miller, yes, is Voldemort's. Father, A father, Tom Riddle's father, Tom Riddle's father. Yeah, yeah. Those are those are your things. When no, you when you were like uh, Voldemort and Grindelwald are gay for each other, I was yeah. like, that's actually a very good thing that you pointed out because there are like rumors and and like fan fictions of uh, Dumbledore being gay, and I feel like J.K. Rowling addressed that. I can't remember what she said, but I don't think she nixed it. No, really. Yeah. She kind of like let 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 it open ended. Please correct us, me if I'm wrong, those listening. But I feel like she wasn't like she didn't say it was true, but she didn't deny it. Yeah, maybe it's not <laughs> Fantastic Beasts and where to find them, but it's like, Fantastic Beasts. Oh my god, <laughs> where to find them? <laughs> All right, last theory on Grimdelwald. Newt <laughs> is Harry's father's father. He's James's dad. No. no. I told you that's not possible because Why? his name is Newt Scamander. Oh. So James Potter's father would have to be named Potter. Got it. So if Newt Scamander is any way related to Harry Potter, uh-huh. he would have to have a daughter. Okay. And so that's Harry's mom. Would be Harry's grandmother if your theory okay. turns out to be right. Harry's grandmother, James Potter's mother, would have to be Newt Scamander's daughter. So Newt Scamander would be her be Harry's great no just grandmother Newt Scamander would be Harry's great great grandmother you, you, you sticking with all this Brandy <laughs> no I'm so lost <laughs> All right, guys, airport anxiety, it's a real thing. Between constantly checking my pockets for my ID or forgetting the gate number, even though I just looked at my boarding pass, I'm stressed. But here's the thing. If you travel with base, your bag has the function and the fashion to keep you calm, carefree, and looking good. Sarah and I have been using base luggage for years, long before they even started sponsoring this show. Truly, I have a bunch of base luggage and I love it all. My absolute favorite piece, though, is the convertible weekender bag. I have it in three colors because I literally take it everywhere. And the best part is the bottom compartment unzips completely if you get the convertible bag because sometimes I don't need that extra space. So I just take the top part. But other times, you know, like I refuse to check a bag. So that really helps me out. So you guys got to check it out. Every piece made by Bays is made to look better with miles. 
miles, so you don't have to worry about it in cargo or overhead. And Bays has over 30,000 five-star reviews. Whether you're packing for a quick trip or looking to breeze through the security line, Bays has your personal items covered. And right now, Bays is offering our listeners out there 15% off your first purchase by visiting basetravel.com slash YFT. Go to basetravel.com slash YFT for 15% off your first purchase. That's base, B-E-I-S, travel.com slash YFT. I'm such a weirdo when it comes to family trees that I'm like, nope, that doesn't make sense because of the last names and blah, blah, blah. But who knows? People can change last names. Yeah, right? Voldemort changed his last name. But yeah. Voldemort just changed his name in general. <laughs> well, you can, anyone can do it, all right? Yeah, that's all very right. true. Is that all you wanted to bring me up here for? Yeah, that's all really I got. That you just wanted to say <laughs> your opinions? Wait, will you, will you retell the story of when the, the security guard took us into the wrong room in St. Croix? Oh, my gosh. Oh, gosh. Oh, I felt so bad. So he took us to the wrong, a wrong, first wrong room. Yeah. And I was like, it looks like someone's in there. And because you can kind of see through the curtains that like a TV was on. So we didn't go into the first room, but there was someone in there. And they took it to a second room. There were zero lights on. And he opened the door. It sounded like two elderly people. And I was so scared that they were going to die, but I couldn't stop laughing at the t- same time because <laughs> the guy kept screaming get out of here get out of here oh you get out of here and, and oh my god th- it sounded like the youtube video of that uh yeah. news reporter stomping on grapes and then she falls down and it's it's so sad because she can't breathe so like her oh, screams no. are strange but it was just oh gosh i felt so bad but it, like you couldn't not laugh because it just like was that youtube video all over again it was it was the funniest and saddest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. That sounds terrible. We didn't even see it. That's the thing. We just heard it. We never saw right. anybody. God, oh that, God. that scene was a microcosm of the trip. It was the saddest yes, yet funniest, funniest. thing yeah. ever. Yeah, that was that's exactly what our trip was. Like very, very sad, but just hysterically hysterically sad. Hysterically sad. Oh yeah. man! Well, yeah. I'm just I'm really glad it brought you guys closer as a couple. You know, honestly, just really happy for you. Yeah, I am one of the uh, two people that I think watched uh, that Ben Ben's show on Freeform, the Happily Ever After. Mm-hmm. Oh God! I think I was one of the two people that watched it. Oh, God, I hope you're not talking like relating our relationship to that. No, no, no. <laughs> there was this episode where they did this obstacle course. It was like a couple's obstacle course. Yeah. And there were all these, there was like a few couples and then there was the, the twin girls. Mm-hmm. And, the um, twins. Oh, the twins. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, it's... The twins. The, the twins. So obviously, Ben and Lauren, Laura, yeah. Lauren did not do very well. But the twins, I think, did well. I don't know. But I felt like that was that for us like a couple obstacle course yeah of airplanes rocks and we made monopoly. it through monopoly monopoly was bad <laughs> we, we made, made it through, through. And I still, whoa that was weird yeah. and i still love you <laughs> i still love you oh that's where's my ding 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 that's that's cute are you still in south africa uh i wish oh wait I no so t- you totally would not be we would be no, talking I'm, to you right now yeah. I'm in Denver. Okay, we gotta let, we gotta let Sarah go because you gotta get the goddamn dogs out of here. All right, all right, bye, See Brandy. You, Sarah. Why are you you doing like a like a cool, sexy radio voice now? Well, I just I bent over to the microphone. And I just yeah. felt a little bit sexy. What happened? Then? I don't know. I just bent over and it just oh. came out of me. Just, to, just for you, Brandy. You're listening to Cool oh, Jazz at ninety-seven three with Sarah Highland. <laughs>
bringing the hits to the <laughs> Lovely to be on your show, you two. <laughs> <laughs> Guess what? You're my favorite thing. Ah! Oh, ring that bell. Bye. Bye. Hysterical. Okay, so I have so many more things, by the way. Okay, let's keep going. I'm sorry. I feel like I'm ambushing this episode, though. No, no. I got a few favorite things. I'll uh, I'll add on the end. All right. Okay. Let me just go back to my experience on a plane. Okay. Watch oh, l- watch a lot of movies on the plane. Me obviously. too. Oh, I wonder if you got. Okay, go ahead. If you, I wonder if you got to see the same one I did. Okay. So there is a movie called Searching. I'm not sure if you've heard of that. It's with the no. remember Harold and Kumar go to White Castle. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, it's the Asian guy. I don't remember his name exactly, but it's him. Okay. And then it's Deborah Messing, who's in oh, Will yeah. and Grace. And the whole thing is shot like POV from like a webcam. It's really well done. Like his daughter goes missing and he starts like kind of like going through her computer, like trying to figure out who she is. And like, cause he didn't know her, you know, like obviously like completely different life she was living. And it's all done through like FaceTiming with the police officer who's Deborah Messing or like FaceTiming like with his brother who's trying to help him out, watching news clips on the computer so that's how it shots. A lot of like showing him like texting and her responding. The way it's done is like completely revolutionary and it's phenomenal. The twist is great. The whole thing, the whole thing's great. So really. What, what's it called again? Searching. Searching. Yeah, check it out. What do you got? So I watched a movie. It feels like forever ago now. It was the first first flight I took to, to Paris and it's called Annihilation. Have you seen it? Oh yeah, with um, Natalie Portman. Natalie Portman. Did you watch it? Yeah, it's trippy as hell. I feel like I was on an I... acid trip loved it best movie i have seen in a long time and you know it's the same director as ex machina that really cool robot movie yeah um but i just loved this i mean i mean clearly it's like an alien movie in a sense but i thought it was like a mix of um like avatar meets i don't know like an alien movie you know what i mean it was just so cool yeah i feel like it's pronounced ex machina ex machina ex machina ex machina i don't know whatever i don't know uh, yeah, I've seen that, loved it. Did you watch Crazy Rich Asians on the plane? No, I didn't watch that. Was it good? Eh, I don't know. It's like the yeah. oldest story in the book. Like, you know, yeah. the the girl isn't good enough for the guy and the mom hates right. it. And it's like, oh, yeah. I, I will say this. So like Aquafina, uh, which is someone in the movie, that's, I guess, a thing. She's funny. So I get it. Okay. All right. But yeah, I don't know. Like, I, like Sarah loved it. I was just like, ah, it's good. But it's like this is the oldest story I've ever, I've ever seen. Right. You know? right. But yeah. like, I did. I wish I was that rich. I suppose. Like, that's nice. <laughs> yeah. Right. God, I've been watching some good TV shows right now. Oh, do tell. Have you seen Escape at Denimora? No. What's that? Oh, my God. What is that? Is it a true story? Yes. Okay, so it's on Showtime. So that kind of sucks if you don't have Showtime, but whatever. It's amazing. And it's the true story, and it's directed by Ben Stiller, but it's not a comedy. It follows these two prisoners. One is Benicio Del Toro who everyone loves, and Mm. Paul Dano. He was in There Will Be Blood. I drink it up. I drink your milkshake. I drink it up. Um, (laughs) That guy. And then, uh, so those two guys are in prison, and Patricia Arquette 
plays like someone who works at the prison, like works at mm. like the the sewing department where like they've got to go work. And she has this relationship with Paul Dano's character. And it's like all about them breaking out of prison, which is a true story. Like I remember when this was happening and I was reporting on it on the radio being like, this is amazing. Like this whole story is crazy. It's so well done. Mm. The cast is crazy good. And it goes back to my theory last time when I was talking about how we're in a different age, right? Like right. These, these are all movie stars. Every, Patricia Arquette is a movie star. Yep. Benicio Del Toro is a movie star. Paul Dano is a movie star. These are all movie stars. And the story is so good that they're like, fuck it. Let's just make like six movies in a row and put on Showtime, you know? Yep, totally. It's the way things are heading. Totally. It's amazing. I'm going to have to watch that. I've been looking for a new show to watch. You'll That's love it. And then the other one to like, not to pad my theory, but it's the exact same thing. Julia Roberts with Homecoming. Have you seen that? No, I haven't. Man, that one's good too. I watch a lot of TV, man. Uh, so you home... do watch you watch more TV than anyone I've ever met. <laughs> it's because it's part of my job, all right, Brandy, right. and I have to talk about it. Uh huh. Julia Roberts is like a, a therapist in this privatized medical company that is sending veterans with PTSD there to help with their PTSD and the medication that they're subscribing to them, prescribing to them is like straight up, like just erasing their memories. It's crazy. It's not a true story, but it's like one of those where you're like, this could probably be true. And I would, I would buy it thing. Right. That's really well done. I would suggest that one. Okay. Have you seen, I think it's called Bodyguard. It's a new Netflix, new Netflix series. Guy with Game of Thrones. Is it? I, my mom was raving about it when I was in LA a couple days. Ago. I watched the first episode. And I got to say it was really good. I fell off it, but yeah, I've heard that's a really good one. It's the it's the okay. guy. It's the guy. He gets killed in the red wedding. That son. Oh, Rob. Yeah, Rob Stark. Rob Stark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My mom binged the entire series in one day. She was obsessed. Really? Yeah, she loved it. I'm devastated that Manifest is over for now. They did the whole, like, what is it, fall finale or whatever. Yeah. And now I have to live without Manifest. I know. It's terrible to say, but I'm glad he, bro he like, bro left his wife, you know? Me too. Like, th that's been a long time coming. Long time coming. You know, he deserves happiness. Yes, he does. And, like, it's, it's another... And she sucks. She like it's it's the same thing of like the Harry Potter thing where it's like they're right they're always right and yet everyone's like I don't believe you it's like how I many know. how many things got to be right about before you're like okay you know what you might have some sort of weird superpower now you know yeah oh totally and you we like you know Michaela is getting back with her dude oh absolutely like, 1, thousand percent like if they don't I have to stop watching because they just have to be together I'm still holding out that I think Danny's a bad guy. All right, I'm just calling that I one. I could see it. I could see it. Calling I could see it. it. Yep. What else did I see? I, I I never seen it, but we watched it the other night. It's an older movie, Melissa McCarthy Spy. Have you seen that? Uh, no, I haven't seen that. Uh, I'm not a big Melissa McCarthy guy. I, she kind of bothers me. You know what? I kind of agree with that statement, but this is really good. But also, like Jason Statham is really funny okay. in it. Yeah, yeah, he's great. Oh, I watched The Meg with Jason Statham. I don't know. That was kind of hacky one of the main characters is, is this like asian woman who like really can't speak english so like all her jokes were terrible you know <laughs> like it was just i i just wish they'd cast it better that was my yeah that makes sense going back to like airport i obviously spent so much time in airport that i was like thinking about it a lot and a lot of it had to do with taking craps okay <laughs> I don't know if this has ever happened to you, but like, you know, when you go into an airport and you've got like the protective paper that you put on the toilet seat, Yes. you know, yep. uh, now every airport toilet has the automatic flusher. And so I swear mm -hmm. to God, every single time I put it down 
And then they're like, it I, flushes. It flushes it down. You're like, come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> this happens to me every time. And I feel like the toilet's just sitting there like, ha, 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 ha. You have to have a dirty <laughs> ass. You don't get a clean ass. <laughs> That is insane, but it's so true. Also, like when you're in the air, like airplane toilets, what's with the shotgun shell blast when you flush? You know, why? Why do we have to shoot my shit out of the plane at Mach 17? (laughs) I don't know. But, you know, like, okay, so, you know, like all the air on the plane is is circulated, right? So, like. The, the air you're breathing out yeah. of the vent above your seat is air coming from the freaking bathroom. Like, there's no way around that. Yeah. So anytime, anytime I go into the bathroom, even if I'm just peeing, I close the air vent because I'm so paranoid that, like, someone's going to smell, like, anything that's in the bathroom and think it was me. I just don't understand. Like, it's so, it scares me every time I do it, too, you know? <laughs> I always close the, the seat and then flush. Yeah, just it's It's... <laughs> Ter- and that and that noise, you don't want to hear that noise on no, an airplane. It sounds like no, a shotgun blast through the fuselage. It kind of, well, it kind of sounds like you're going to get sucked out with it. It's Absolutely. Like, it's terrifying. That's why I always close the seat fully and then flush because it scares me. Oh, you do? <laughs> yeah. Like put the whole lid down and then flush. Uh, all right. That's good and to it's know. Not as, it's not as scary. Also, that's like. My, that's my tip for living well. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that bit. <laughs> that was a good bit. We need to bring it back. I know. God. <laughs> oh, one of the last things I thought was kind of funny. Like, it's a very good. I want to preface this. Like, I'm very grateful. I live a very charmed life. I realize that. But I get sent a lot of shit. You know, you get sent a lot of crap, <laughs> and you're just like, I don't. Know. And the thing that people ask, like, can we send you stuff? And you're like, yeah, sure. I don't care. You know, send it to me, whatever. So it happens to me, like, to a certain extent. But it happens to Sarah, like, to the nth degree. I assume it's probably similar for like you and your sister. You know, mm-hmm. like the stuff that Miley gets sent is on a different like echelon oh, of the stuff yeah. that you get sent, right? Totally. But yet you still get sent really cool stuff. And I get sent really cool stuff. But I, I think it's really funny because like we'll have boxes at the door every day. Uh-huh. And like the difference between the shit I get and the shit she gets, it <laughs> says a lot about, I think, who we are, you know? <laughs> yeah. Aside from like success, it says a lot. So <laughs> let me just tell you what I've gotten recently. Okay. <laughs> okay. Obviously, I've got something going on with, with like my ass. Okay. So... <laughs> I've been sent shout out to Poopery, hooking oh, it up no. with a lifetime I do too. No way. I love that. Stuff. I have so much fucking poopery. I That's do amazing. not know what to do with it. Uh, Give it a gift for Christmas. Oh, it's going into everyone's stocking. Everyone. Yeah. <laughs> the other gift that I've gotten is dude wipes, which are like uh, wipes for your butt, I guess. Right. You know? I feel like you've talked about those a lot. People must think you just really love them. I guess. No, I, yeah. I got sent different ones. This is a whole different company giving me some love. So thanks, dude wipes, for hooking it up, I guess. Uh, everyone likes a clean, a clean butt, you know? Yeah. Um, totally. I got sent. Like, way too many Listerine mints recently. <laughs> wow. I got sent a uh, Oscar Mayer t-shirt that says, hot dogs are sandwiches too, which uh, uh-huh. which I felt was on brand for me. But, totally on brand. And then, like, Sarah's over here getting, like, I don't know, <laughs> flower arrangements and, like, juicy couture <laughs> and, like, corksicle brand cool stuff. I love corksicle. I do too, man. I'm all about it. Yeah. I'm over here just getting stuff from my butthole. <laughs> 
<laughs> Maybe you should stop talking about your butthole so much <laughs> and start talking about the other things that you want people to give you. Maybe so, but you know what? Uh, I got. I got to be honest with you. Here's my tip for living wells. <laughs> If you want to have a successful relationship, you get yourself some poopery. All right. You get yourself a lot of it, too. All right. Oh, gosh. It's true. That's hilarious. Um, I've got some music. What do you got? Uh, Tell me. That couple albums came out. The 1975 should have a new album. Yeah. Did you see the video for it? It's ripping no, off. No, I uh, haven't yet. The one I saw is ripping off the Talking Heads, which is my favorite band. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Here's one of my favorite things in the world. Jonathan Demi directed what I consider to be the greatest rock video ever for the Talking Heads. Everyone should go watch this if you if you like music at all. It's called Stop Making Sense, directed by Jonathan Demi, who won an Oscar for Philadelphia and like a bunch of other amazing movies. And David Byrne is the lead singer of the Talking Heads, and he's amazing. And so the 1975 ripped off basically a scene from that movie. Oh. I got to say this. I have more respect for Matt Healy right now because of that. Interesting. Okay. What do you want me to play? I think my favorite is I Always Want to Die. I like how it's called. I Always Want to Die. Sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Do you think I look like that, like that guy? What's that? Do you think I look like that guy? A little bit. I used to get that a bunch. This is the hair, probably. Yeah, it was the hair. And the skinniness. Yeah. I do I do really like this band. I worry I, I worry about Matthew Healy. <laughs> you know, he's got a little bit of a substance abuse issue. Yeah. It's the slow one though. I love the slow stuff. I love to have this be our background music. Do you, you, you being such a gigantic John Mayer fan, do you watch his Instagram video, his Instagram TV show? Oh, yeah. Oh, the one, um, what's it called? Current Mood? Yeah. Yeah, I love it. He just did the episode with Halsey. I know. And they, they, they said that they're not dating. Yeah, they've been saying that. But let me tell you something. If I had, I'm not buying it. That's okay, what, well, that's what I would say if I, I was dating them. Loki, my sister Noah, yeah, has been like talking to a guy that she was really obsessed with that is now apparently dating Halsey. Really? Is, so, is, is his name John Mayer? No, his name is not John Mayer. That'd be a little weird if Noah was dating John Mayer or talking to John Mayer. I, uh, no, it's not John Mayer, it's somebody else. All right, well, I don't buy it. <laughs> I'm holding out hope, all right? I want John Mayer to get one more notch under that belt, all right? Oh, my God. I cannot. Come on, John. You can do it. John Mayer. Um, Okay, I have another song. What do you got? Have you heard Miley's new song? Oh, no. What? How Are we even friends anymore? I'm sorry, but... It's actually actually a Mark Ronson song that Miley's featured on, Ah. but it's, it's, it's a Miley song. Let's be real. What's the name of the song? Nothing Breaks Like the Heart. The video, you should watch the video. It's actually really good. All right, I've I've heard of this 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 vocalist before. Oh yeah, heard of her before. Yeah, N- never hung out with her or anything though, right? I don't know if she wants to admit that she's met me, but uh, <laughs> all right, I've got it on right now. Like 
I love her. I heard you on the phone last night. We lived Ooh. Oh. oh, all right, Miles. You watching the video? No, I'm just playing on Spotify. For such a little tiny person, uh-huh. she has this like deep grit voice that's just yeah. so cool, man. I know. Good driving beat. I like it. Good, right? I kind of love Mumford and Sons driving beat sound to it, you know? Totally. They have a new album out too. I haven't listened to it yet. What? Mumford and Sons has a new album out, but I haven't listened yet. Yeah, we talked about it last week on the live from Chicago podcast. Got anything else? Got more tunage? I think that might be it. I'm a little I'm a little off the grid. Literally when I was in South Africa, I didn't I it was weird. Like I remember thinking, like, man, I haven't listened to music in four whole days, which is a long time for me. Usually I listen to music all day every day. Yeah. Um, I feel like I'm a little off the grid with everything because I was gone. But any uh, any music on your end or no? So have you noticed this that on Spotify, if you have Shazam like linked up to it, you've got a my Shazam tracks? No way. That's cool. Yeah, so I've got all of these songs. I'm like, what is this? I know this. I wanna link mine. That's cool. Did I? Katie Tupin, you know this? Huh? Was this you? Katie Tupin? No. Shake Baby Shake? No. Can't hear it, but. Katie Tupin, Shake Baby. I like that song. I don't know. I heard it like on a, maybe a commercial or something, but... And you Shazammed it? And I Shazammed it. Now it's on my Shazam tracks on my, on my Spotify. and That's cool. I got a lot of good stuff in here, actually. I should I should go through this more often. Dig through. Go dig through. Anyways, what are you doing tonight? I think this is... Um, my night's coming to an end. It's 7.15. I know. So I'm going to go and uh, we're going to decorate the tree. Oh. Put, put the trimmings on the tree. And what are you guys doing for the holidays? We're in L.A. if you want to come say hey. Nah, dog. I'm going to Nashville. Oh, dog. All right. Uh, <laughs> fuck myself, man. Uh, <laughs> what are y'all going to do for New Year's Eve? We are going to Mexico. We are going to retry a vacation. And if that doesn't uh-huh. work, then I don't know what's going to happen with us. Okay. Yeah. Well, that sounds fun. Yeah, we're going back to where we were. Remember that trip we went to before? Uh, Mm-hmm. It was really nice. So what are you doing for New Year's? I'm DJing in Nashville at Opryland Hotel. Yeah? Yeah, I think it'll be fun, actually. That Seems will like be a cool. Good, good big old party. So. Well, I just can't believe it, but Christmas is here, man. I know. It's insane. Oh, I forgot to tell you, I'm almost done with Bear Town. Oh, you like it? I love it, but I'm just, I'm almost finished. I have like a few more chapters left. Do you know what I finished recently? What's that? That I didn't love, and I think a lot of people are going to be mad at me about this. Let's hear it. Handmaid's Tale. 
What? You didn't love it? I didn't love it. I don't know. I don't know what it was. It's it's very beautifully written. It's verbose and eloquent. And you it's, read it, did not watch it. I listened to it, but whatever. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I like the end. Did you read the book? I didn't read it. I've just seen the show. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah. And when I you when show. you read and you read the book, you're like, how do they make this do a show? Because it's not that long, you know. Yeah. But anyways, I didn't love it. But it's it's it, I didn't know that it was written in 1984. Like this mm -hmm. thing's been around for a while, and it, but ballets and plays and movies were made about it. I had no idea about all that. But yeah, yeah. I, I didn't I didn't love it. But I am you know I'm I'm currently on what Girl in Cabin Ten. Oh, you're reading it. Yep. Oh, good. I'm going to see how you like it. Yeah, I'm excited about that. I thought it was good, but yeah, Beartown. It's not what I was expecting in a, in a sense, yeah. but I really like it. A lot. It's kind of messed up. Not going to lie about yeah, that. Yeah, it's very, very messed up. Very messed um, up. So is it set in like, uh, like where? Like Sweden or somewhere? Yeah. Okay. Sweden that or Finland or. Finland, somewhere up north like that, right? Yeah. Yeah. So interesting. Yeah. I'm almost done with it. So I'll let you know once uh, I'm done, but I love it so far. Yeah. It's good. I, I, I think you'll like the ending actually. Nice. Yeah. It's good stuff. I, I I like that book because it's very female empowerment. I don't know if you yeah. if you've gotten to that part yet, but um, you know, totally. Yeah, I can see that for yeah. sure. All right. Well, I'm gonna I'm going to um, I'm gonna leave the show right now with a song that I really do love a lot by okay. uh, Henry Jameson. It's called Real Peach. Have you ever heard no. of this guy? No. I don't know if I've played this. I might have already played this on the show. But I, you know, we were listening like poolside so much, and this song just kept on coming up on my on my Spotify over our just like abysmal, freaking terrible vacation, and it's making me feel good. So, uh, Brandy, I miss you, girl. Miss you too. I just, I literally, literally just missed you. You, I left the day before you got back. I know. But I shall see you soon. All right. Well. Love you guys. Love everybody. Love everybody. Bye. Bye. I never learned to sing, but I think that it was this song. Just four years premature. And I remember crossing out the line. This podcast has been brought to you by Podcast Nation.